listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Remember when you said you would die for me? Shit. All of that was just lies to me. Motherfucker should have never said bye to me. Now you cry for me. Like Joe to see. It's like that, y'all. My nigga hit another bitch from the back, y'all. Black, nasty, and mad fat, y'all. Should have seen the hoe. Nigga, pack your shit. You out the dough. Oh, what about the fight in the mirage? I seen your bins parked outside my sister's garage. Said it was your friend Raj. Bullshit. I ain't gonna keep putting up with the bullshit. It's still lie. Never sweat these bitches who be hanging like plaques on the wall in your pictures. Scaling fishes. My love is concrete. Stack your heat in the passenger seat of the nautica jeep we've been down for so long still a bitch like me trying to hold on teary-eyed them a bitch screaming girl steady screaming kim you need to leave them hey welcome to the black guy with us podcast your host rod and karen and then i testified at court i can't believe she went through all that for big that was a lot Mm-hmm. you were cheating on you girl you should have been left mm-hmm. your friends is right uh check out <laughs> you can check our podcast out the black guy who tips find it on itunes stitcher podomatic wherever you find podcast if you don't know how to listen to podcasts you can google it how to listen to podcast mm-hmm. uh we're all on spotify types, all types of apps out there if you're listening to spotify and that's how you listen it's to music, music you can listen to us on there we, too all in one okay it doesn't matter if you're a bank person doesn't matter if you're just a person uh, on the street uh, uh. it's all kinds of podcasts out there <laughs> you can <laughs> no, find us no. uh <laughs> look inside comedy i know right today is our feedback episode this is the day where we talk about all the things you guys had to say about the episodes we put out last week we put out four episodes last week uh instead of five uh which is gonna probably become more of a habit because i'm trying to consolidate my work so i can balance my work life schedule um but uh well for the regular people you know premium people they still got the uh, balls deep that day but uh anyway you can check us out um by going to the black leaving comments voting in the polls each episode has a poll each episode has comments section thank you for everybody who leaves comments we will read those today you can also leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher just uh you know make sure they're nice and we'll read them on the air we got a few of those today i think three Yay. uh also you can email us the black guy who tips at gmail.com leave us uh emails there we'll respond to them also if you have problems with like subscriptions for premium or anything like that is giving you some some error or something or you're not sure about some payment status thing or something email us let us know we'll work it out we'll figure it out and we'll get you guys up and running that's what i'm here for um you can also let me think what else can you do um uh oh you can donate to the show the blackoutist.com on the front page donate to the show we appreciate that people that donate we shout them out we'll get to that in a few seconds and lastly i believe i left out that you can leave us voicemails 704-557-0186 leave us voicemails it is a two minute limit okay now i want you to understand if you call without a plan two minutes goes by so damn fast you're rambling you'll hear yourself later you'll get secondhand embarrassment at us listening to you ramble trying to figure out what you're talking about <laughs> then you'll have to hang up and decide if you're gonna make a call back to try to f- clear up what you said the first time so i have a plan you don't have to use all two of the minutes guys no, okay no, you don't you don't gotta wait till skype cuts you off you can just if you got it takes a minute to say what you gotta say boom two minutes is a longer time than you think okay so right two minutes you go that's not long enough well it really is a long period of time particularly if you don't want talking right so 704 
557-0186 is that line um all right let's shout out all the people who took the time out to give us some moolah because y'all are the mvps i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment today's a new day new day new cache okay let's talk about who threw them rubles in the plate um rita macy recurring donator thank you miss hathaway matter of fact everybody from this point on if you hear me say your name you are a recurring donator let's otherwise signify i don't know why i do that every week bomani jones the homie shout out to high noon uh in the right time and mm-hmm. the evening jones uh and uh, i believe he's gonna be getting interviewed in new york and like i mean first of all this nigga was in the new yorker i believe the uh, fancy magazine like i looked up the other day I was, I mean, he, you know he don't really be bragging on this kind of shit but i looked up and i was just like is this nigga in New Yorker? What the fuck? Anyway, yeah, man. Yeah, because the, the New Yorker, I remember like a dude in like a top hat and a cane. That's all I, right. so when I associate the New Yorker, that's what I think about. Shout out to the homie, man. Um, uh, Nicholas Z, check him out. Uh, appreciate him as well. He's not in the New Yorker, but very cool guy. Yes. Uh, Laura E, we got a one time donation from Yvette. Thank you, Yvette. Uh, we appreciate you okay mm-hmm. uh olivia from chicago renate m black film press comics ricky a pretty ricky what to call him laura f thank you so much chris from hawaii we appreciate you we do calfani g we appreciate you as well met him in seattle mm-hmm. brianna f thank you april g appreciate you Corey the tickler thank you goes all the way back to uh keith and the girl forms i believe so oh, way back yeah the way back machine tabitha m thank you so much for uh for your recurring donation alexis h thank you as well uh dia h and oh and that's everybody no relation on those last two play me out even though i've been here for a while i smile smile it's so hard to look up when you look down i sure would hate to see you give up now you look so much better when you smile all right all right let's talk about the people that left us some reviews because we love those wonderful i imagine that was said in the karen way five stars by an edited life who says your interview with brandon keith brown was so interesting please take as many breaks as you need to continue giving us such great content you know what i think i will mm-hmm. thank you annette life i listened to that interview too and it was one of your best interviews um, oh thank you he was very informative and you learned without knowing you were learning i don't know if that makes sense like you two didn't go okay roger go you know okay cool let's see but like just uh it's like his brain had all this information in it he's like i gotta get get tell you all this information and it was just wonderful to to see him kind of explain things and break things down and kind of uh uh give you information in a field that most of us are very unfamiliar with so i was like wow 
yeah he was a great uh subject for the interview because he knew so much stuff right um i was a little nervous that it was long you know i do like long form interviews mm-hmm. or just short anyway i mean uh it's just a preference style i know a lot of people prefer you know short they like all their content short like wrap it up but uh i think the limitations of short interviews for me personally it just i'm just not a fan man like i mean i'll do it if i have to but it's why we as a podcast don't do like normally we don't do like 20 minute call-in interviews like i got a book to promote can i talk to y'all on the air for 10 minutes we laugh back and forth and then boom you know like a daily show almost interview we probably could get more interviews if we did it like that we probably even get bigger names but i don't like that um i personally like when someone i someone ask a question i can ask you the details of it um you know i like the red table and i know people you know have mixed feelings about the red table but i actually like it but i would like it better if i could get the unedited long form version Uh, yeah because you know they probably filmed a lot more than they give us yeah but that's you know it's just my personal preference so since we create our own media why not create do it the way that no one else is doing it and you know people like it they'll let you know if they don't you know then they'll move on i'm not making anyone listen so uh when that interview came i looked at the end of that time and i was like shit two hours i mean you know i hope people stick to the whole thing because i felt like all of it was interesting but um you know it's been cool and really affirming to hear the people's responses to see people going uh and finding him on twitter to be like hey man this is a great interview and all that stuff i'm like cool that's that's exactly what i wanted to happen from the interview and um you know i appreciate y'all that that let me know because a lot of times when we do stuff like this it can go out into the void as a creative and you don't really get feedback or people just maybe they don't feel comfortable commenting or they just whatever it is and uh when that happens it's like oh no like my um you know like uh my my project my thing i thought was dope maybe no one else thought it was dope so it's cool when we get feedback because i know a lot of creative people don't you know lastly i mean not lastly nextly uh nah 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 wait till i get my money right five stars by chuck dm3 yes a negro spiritual thanks and praises to both rod and karen i've been listening for almost six years shout out to bomani where i first heard rod and i gotta say y'all are the real deal my absolute favorite podcasters if you aren't listening to the blackout tips you're doing yourself a disservice i told rod i'll be back in a second when i get uh when i get my money right i have to show love for the years of enjoying y'all service this five-star review is only the only five i could throw on it for now and until then i'm wishing continued success for both you both and just want y'all to know your energy and efforts are appreciated greatly by many nothing but love and respect for y'all and what y'all do oh thank you we'll take them five that's what i tell people not, the five ain't gotta be it could be a virtual five like five on it is five on it yeah i'm like real talk man everybody that has left us a five-star review uh i mean obviously those who not left us five-star reviews um you know whether they were serious trolling or not you know less than enthusiastic about that um but <laughs> for everybody that's left us a five-star review man y'all don't understand like this is effort this is still showing us you appreciate us right cause this is still showing us love we're not sitting up here like everybody need to come out of their pockets or mm-hmm, some shit like that like, we understand everybody ain't got it right and that five-star review is, is love man because that's one of the hardest things to get people to do ask all the other podcasters i mean i'm looking at our five at our reviews i mean obviously it's not all five stars but 
1402 customer reviews man there's other podcasts that are probably like bigger than us that might not have that number or you know podcasts that have you know millions of listeners and shit and that's why they have the numbers bigger than us right you know it, this is about having a hardcore dedicated fan base that wants to go out there and be like hey man let me um put in on this and my favorite part is like it's such a um it doesn't cost you anything and once you do it you literally can just like chill and not feel guilty every saturday when we read these reviews or when we don't get reviews and we're like yo leave us a fucking review what's up guys like you don't even have to feel bad because you did your part you did your part uh down to earth smart hilarious and local to new north carolina this is by croup trooper who says what more do you need i'm a new listener came for game of thrones reviews stay for everything else hey you know what i'm saying we hooking with the game of thrones and then blah out. okay now they now they on the podcast you're here to stay normally i listen via stitcher but i figured i needed to hop on over to itunes just to give them the five stars they deserve keep it up you guys are awesome thank Thank you and of course you can leave a stitcher five star review Mm -hmm. but you can only do it through their website you you have to go to their you have to go to their website on like a computer not your phone Mm-mm, not your phone a computer you have to go to their website on a computer not the laptop you gotta go old school right uh no you can use a laptop you oh, use a laptop yeah i've okay. used a laptop i mean can, tablet yeah not a tablet yeah you got but you gotta go to the computer and then search for the blackout tips and then wait a couple seconds because at first it won't populate uh but you gotta wait a few seconds and it'll say um write it'll say write a review or see reviews or something and you can just say boom i want to write a review then it sends you an email you have to confirm that and that's how you leave a stitcher review mm-hmm. that's why we have so less stitcher reviews but we still got a really good amount so mm-hmm. thanks to everybody that takes the time out to do those as well yeah because we understand everybody's busy everybody doing things that's why we appreciate the five star reviews because i like to say it actually takes effort yeah all right players it's time for the comments on the website uh, we got a couple new comments from um for people for the uh medium top review i did Woo-hoo! um so let me see when was the last feedback show that would have been uh the 15th all right yes, so sir. well i've got comments since the 15th um cc this is for medium talk uh 43 brandon keith brown um cc says oh cool cool thanks for i for bringing this man to my knowledge did not know we had black conductors from home here uh so i guess cc is in germany all i've seen are mostly black singers and maybe a few black black a few that play instruments but it's mostly the singers i know my introduction was through barbara hendrix arkansas born black woman who was sweeter than sanders wife ever could be i was maybe around 13 when i first was at my first opera and all the old white ladies had me running errands for them um bringing back bringing bringing them to their seats and whatnot i did not know why but i was so afraid of saying to them uh saying no to them so i just did that even though uh i was there as a customer and not working wow (laughs) wow (laughs) holy shit oh you was like you know what i don't want no problems ma'am your seat's right here were you wearing like a best buy shirt in best buy is that why I mean, is that yeah. what it was? You was wearing a blue shirt in Best Buy, and they was asking yeah. for help, or did they just yeah. see some black skin? You was, was wearing like, some some tan, some um tan uh, khakis at Walmart, and right. somebody mistake you for a worker. Yeah, I think they just seen black skin and was like, so uh, you, you clearly, work here? you clearly would only be here to get me to my seat. That's your whole purpose, right? 
yeah i looked around all the black and brown were servers there except me and my mom anyway out comes this white man and tells the ladies to stop using me like that i don't work here <laughs> so somebody had to tell them to leave you alone shout out to good white people welcome to the cookout buddy yeah they was like uh they probably looked like this person ain't in uniform they're not in uniform some coordinator invites me to the backstage and i get to see i get oh i get to see it all i got to meet miss hendrix coolest moment for me as a kid well after i felt a uh well after i felt a titty but still well i mean look priorities this sweet lady actually took time to speak to me anyway i stand barbara hendrix is a treasure well at least at least you didn't try to feel her titty so i mean mm-hmm. you know like you did in the right order mm-hmm now to check out more brandon keith brown look forward to it thanks again love cc thank you anzi davis says amazing story mind is blown thanks for bringing brian <laughs> i think you meant uh <laughs> i think you meant brandon uh thanks for bringing brandon on so he could tell us what really happened mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he had the tea the receipts the dates come on the names uh Jawan says hands down one of the best interviews you've ever done hey appreciate that this is a great conversation i was riveted by every word now i begin to deep dive on all the other accomplishments of brother brown wow thank you guys for the compliments and for the uh the comments uh appreciate that seriously we do i worry about those medium talk is my baby you know uh classic r&b lover left a comment on episode 1909 if you don't like it seek counseling our feedback episode <laughs> hi rod and karen i know this comment doesn't go here but i just wanted to let you know how amazing and informative your medium talks are hey i just finished listening this is like a rod love fest oh my oh. god i'm so glad i came to work today i just <laughs> i just finished listening to your podcast about environmental racism and racism in classical music and i love them mr brown and miss taylor are truly inspiring yep kareem was dope as well mm-hmm. um and you know i do like putting these out for everybody to hear you know even the quote-unquote freeloaders um because I, I do feel like that's a you know like a lot of times people come and they have a cause or something they want to promote and or something they want to get attention to and putting it out there on the main feed for a while is a great way to like kind of you know mix it up Anzi says hi rod and karen i normally don't comment when rod slanders me and my fellow sugar grit eating tippers about our grit eating habits but this poll went too far i feel there should be a poll answer i am a proud sugar grits eater rod don't knock sugar in your grits i use brown sugar to make grits more savory uh one i don't believe you um (laughs) and uh two um it's my show and i will not tolerate the terrorism of sugar grits and i would never apologize for that uh what percentage of sugar grit eaters voted for trump was the poll (laughs) all of them or most of them uh karen what do you think i'm not gonna say all so apparently i'm most of those are the options 44 percent of people agree with you karen most of them voted for trump uh while 50 about 55 percent 56 percent say yeah all of them voted for trump alicia says you forgot to add none as a selection rod why are you hating on sugar grit eaters for question marks don't knock it till you try it rod ain't nothing like a salmon patty with grits and syrup all over both mm. sick people out there in the world. 
sad that they listen to this show <laughs> a lot of sick people that need help <laughs> amon says people who love the correct way to eat grits here i've tried sugar grits i'm not even gonna say it was nasty all i'm saying is it wasn't right yeah it's a perversion mm-hmm there are too many hot cereals out there that are meant to be eaten sweet no one puts salt in oatmeal or pepper and cheese and cream of wheat so why are folks so hard pressed to try to make sugar grits a thing stop it our ancestors didn't die for y'all to disrespect grits like this come on i bet the ancestors (laughs) don't even speak to y'all sugar grits eaters now all your food is under season Hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i'm saying y'all putting hot Y'all putting hot sauce on slices of cake too? <laughs> Is that what we doing? Mmm, mmm, mmm. Sweet potato pie. Hand me some Texas Pete. <laughs> Love put Texas Pete on my sweet potato pie. Mmm. Just like God. Just like Mama used to make it. Oh, y'all the crazy ones. Y'all don't <laughs> like Texas Pete on sweet potato pie? Wow. Wow. Oh, I guess I'm crazy. Uh, next episode was Who Peed? in your uh, cornflakes this is my father's day uh the father's day episode of Mm -hmm. the year my dad came through and uh we got three comments brooklyn shoebait says i watched terminator two weeks ago and got real geek when you and your dad said it was your fave movie it is so good every time my daughters try to convince me to use alexa i scream skynet it's the running Ah! it's the running joke in my house thanks for having your dad on i love the mother's day and father's day episodes thank you thank you yeah did you guys know terminator is still streaming on netflix i started watching it last week after oh word yeah i was like i wonder where i can find it. i went to netflix it's like oh shit it's right here so i started watching it it still holds up it's so good mm-hmm. it's, it's one of the few movies even with the technology because this was so quote-unquote advanced for its time it actually holds up very well so good man y'all should check it out man it's, yeah because that that's the one where arnold uh comes naked right mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah i mean they come in naked every every one, time but yeah, yeah that was the f- one where he ran up on them uh like the motorcycle delinquent. people no they weren't motorcycle people that's two okay uh that's were, two my bad there was delinquent like dudes just hanging out in the park and arnold rode up they on went him ready he's like your clothes give them to me and the one dude like they all put out these little ass these little ass switchblades like uh-uh and oh because it was the 80s right they fucked them white boys up man oh so good um john baby john says couldn't wait for your reply to my grits comment and i have to confess it was hilarious i'm gonna leave that alone like you should your grits anyway <laughs> anyway when you guys talked about balancing relationships in particular the role of husbands and fathers i was reminded of how low the bar is for men in our culture i'm still surprised when i hear men talking about how they wouldn't change diapers for example i i insisted on changing diapers for all three of my kids and transformed into a white woman of privilege if there wasn't a changing table in the men's room at stores and restaurants i do not know why so many of them don't have that i like i said i'm i'm a woman so most most women's restroom have it even if it's inconvenient it could be like in the most awkward places but you have one but no most men don't and particularly for men that um are with like their children and they go to the bathroom like i am not uh gonna allow my four five six year old to go into the bathroom by themselves so yes we're going in here together people right um i also do a share of cooking cleaning and grocery shopping on top of mowing the lawn and other quote-unquote men's work at our house i think i've heard rod describe this as just common courtesy appreciation for your partner i agree 
yeah i mean that's so weird it's like because relationships for most people are power dynamics yes it is and if you treat everything as a power dynamic then you start being like wins and losses better or worse you know and i don't want to look at the person in my household that way you know i don't want to be like you know i you know i'm losing because i did this thing today and you didn't do this thing today um and oh yeah and it'll come up later in the show because i already seen some of the comments on other episodes but if you look at everything as balanced as tit for tat which is how most people do Mm -hmm. then i think that's how they end up in relationships where it's kind of a competitive nature and i'm not saying it's wrong i really think that's just the average relationship for most people is somewhere in that range of like i do this thing and then you should do like i do blank i do x you do y you know what i'm saying like and that will balance the equation and i don't know i don't look at it that way i think everybody should do you know what like do what you're good at do what you can and stuff like that but you know learn new things you know learning uh and getting better at cooking is still a skill that's good for me whether i'm married or not you know even if i just want to cook for myself i'm still it's still good for me to know how to cook and to get better and more proficient in the kitchen and stuff like that all that stuff is good um mm-hmm. i just got so bold he, he he looked at me like what are you doing in my territory i was like well excuse me shit <laughs> uh she was in the kitchen the other day and i was supposed to be cooking i don't know what she was doing she was just standing there y'all i don't understand okay um it's like you hungry do you want this food or not not, i'm not gonna be able to make it through you anyway so um but yeah you know so stuff like that but i don't like and i like doing it you know what i mean i I mean you might discover you like something i know there's women that are like yo cooking i'm cooking cutting the grass is extremely like meditative for me it's so it's relaxing i like cutting the grass it, it's emboldening it's like a self-sufficiency mm-hmm. i'm out here in the front yard and all my neighbors set my motherfucking grass and that's what i like you know that like they're trying something different you don't know what the fuck you'll like you know and maybe it will just be a chore and you'll hate it and whatever or maybe pay somebody to do it for you or whatever but the point being everybody should be trying to chip in where they can you know that's just that's just what it is mm-hmm. yeah my mama now and then until she couldn't cut grass no more she loved to cut grass like cutting grass was her thing it was not my thing i tried that shit one time i was like fuck i was a little kid i said fuck that i will pay somebody now get my black ass out here doing this bullshit right so um and yeah and the thing is the reason i talk about it uh from my perspective as a dude so much is because i feel like you know women are taken for granted and then expected to do that work in cishet relationships right like i don't know how same-sex relationships deal with it and stuff i'm sure that's totally different but cishet relationships we are so fucking influenced by society it's like uh men will just sit there and be like looking at the kitchen like why the fuck is it not making itself why the, <laughs> come on when is the food gonna happen it's like looking at the clothes like why ain't they wash well, right well, nigga your drawers in there too what's up with that right you don't understand like how much work it is and you'll never value that work because you don't do it right so once you do it and you realize like yo this is either difficult or i'm very well suited for this i mean to me that that helps because then you value the person in a relationship more but a lot of people you know don't do that question for rod are you more annoyed by people who put sugar in their grits or those who rate dark knight over black panther huh that's a good question <laughs> i'm gonna say sugar grit people are worse because dark knight is still an excellent movie 
you know don't let you know jl Covan's like facebook uh thing where he decided to like be anti-black panther for some reason um don't don't let the jokes fool you like i love dark knight like it was it's straight up one of my favorite movies of all time I, it's infinitely watchable i can rewatch the shit uh, like I, if it's on hbo or some shit then that's just what's happening for the next hour and a half two hours if i see it um and it's one of my favorite movies of all time so just because we were joking back and forth i mean and i would hope you know deep down jl would thinks black panther's really good you know i, I, I mean i i know he gave it i forget what grade he gave it probably some bullshit like an a minus or b plus you know how he does but the point being like i would hope that reasonable people can agree that it's just a style of it's just a preference that's all the preference you know i mean black panther didn't inspire anybody to shoot up a theater and kill people um it didn't uh you know it didn't you know it didn't inspire some of the worst racism in uh the country but it still uh was a, a superb film christopher nolan's just my man so i mean he's my man so much i fuck with interstellar and nobody fuck with that so um you know that, to me it's not as egregious as trying to put sugar in grits that's for, that's just racist uh. <laughs> eve says i felt real fuck with over the story with the little four-year-old who stole his grandfather's car because of the way the news presented it that's a funny story isn't he cute because i remember latarian who liked to do hood rat stuff with his friends come on people were calling him all kinds of thugs and wanting to arrest his grand the grandmother i wanted to laugh at this story but i was annoyed that little chad didn't get that same energy fuck the media okay eve here's the only thing i would say though the news that covered it at the time they seemed to be in on the latarian thing like they didn't seem to be like he's a thug he should go to jail they laughed at it they was even like you know they was the ones that got the quotes the i don't like to do hood right things with my friends like they was cool but the comment section all the news that spawned off of the original article and video yeah absolutely agree it was not cute it was not fun i mean you know and and to be fair that kid was way younger than latarian and uh but still it, it yeah the latarian thing like all black shit eventually becomes swelled by this country's rot right it's like you put it out into the into the universe and it could be funny and cute but eventually it won't be funny and cute because racism gonna creep in and be like this black boy need to go to jail it's like here we go <laughs> you know but so i i totally feel you though because uh it, it can definitely be aggravating you know i didn't think the coverage was necessarily fucked up and with latarian um the people who did the original thing but well, you know actually absolutely after that yeah yes. absolutely it got that way the poll was did the principal cut the valedictorian speech on purpose yes yes he's racist no total coincidence very rare zero percent of people said total coincidence which means we got a hundred percent that motherfucker was racist uh the result monique says oj getting on social media letting the chopper ring out like this is utterly terrifying to be quite honest he seems unhinged i saw some tweets that where that account was like i murdered them and was i was it was like oh fuck no block when your dad said there was a knock at the door for your elliptical i was crying lol he wild protect your neck rod oh no the pun was so unintentional shaking my head anyway i hope oj leaves well enough alone and moves on we don't need this shit 
and sam g says coincidence in the fact of cutting the mic that he is probably cooning all the time uh how embarrassing yeah that dude was so uh, such an embarrassment and he was a person of color too uh 1911 the episode was silence is the best revenge and we got nine comments Ooh, y'all somebody y'all had a lot to say apparently mm-hmm. i don't even remember what we talked about let's see random I thoughts something to say uh dr dominican republic death fbi agent didn't go to jail my side by silence is revenge oh juvia's pace that was a big one and cal Kashov uh the dude with the with the gun thing i mean with the nigger tweets all right vertigo stark says was coming here to comment on oh wait okay anonymous says hello just wanted to give more some more context on the juvia's place fiasco when jackie aina uh or how do you pronounce this aina when jackie aina i think oh yeah it is aina okay when jackie aina mentioned the sarcasm she was referring to a now deleted post before that apology Mm. the owner titled an instagram caption saying please save us from this traumatic situation after the jeffree star repost another commenter mentioned the reason why people were upset and the owner replied with okay dot sorry dot before that the owner wrote a tweet to jackie saying if it gives you joy to take us down and so be it that tweet is still up the owner was definitely being sarcastic before the pr apology oh i didn't know that pieces <laughs> come together yes that's information that i wouldn't know y'all yeah well it's just interesting though right because that's the internet you literally can just delete some shit and you know it's not in the article they didn't quote it that the one we read Mm-mm. so to me i'm like damn why jackie's still going in it sounds like a sincere apology oh after the bullshit ones and the sarcastic comments that's where that comes from that makes way more sense because i don't like this like i don't believe you yeah and i don't like to get on here and like assume people is crazy right you know what i'm saying because i don't know jackie Ina, and i don't want to be like you know let me just assume this woman just making shit up like i'm like I, it didn't seem that way to me you know, you know face value of what we knew at the time yeah and i'll and i'll be like maybe i maybe we don't know everything i try to keep an open mind because of shit like that because i don't want to go in and be like everybody tripping first of all y'all crazy leave this woman alone she just want to sell her makeup that's what's wrong with y'all black people i don't like being like that because a lot of times you don't know what you don't know and you start on that tangent you get all revved up and then someone goes uh did you know before this they posted seven tweets in a row said nigger you're like oh no oh well yeah that would make all black people mad you know yes and that would be be a different response yes the single instance wasn't a call the cause of withdrawing support it's just the straw that broke the camel's back after a series of events over time just like with shea moisture man did shea moisture ever recover from that because i know they did a, they do a lot of good like quote-unquote work like buying uh what was it ebony's uh photo archive that was going to be destroyed and a bunch and like there's this uh black woman entrepreneur thing where they sponsor all these black women like are is everybody are they still canceled i just don't know mm-hmm. i know okay. don't hear nobody talking about them yeah i don't i wonder if they still canceled um people are still buying their product on the low yeah i wonder it'd be a damn shame if that's the product that worked for your hair and then they get canceled and now you gotta be like i gotta pick between going out here looking a fool or mm-hmm. 
uh <laughs> or, or, or supporting these people uh watching both of those situations somebody's like well i guess i'll be amazon to the end then right wrap it in a discreet package gift wrap <laughs> packaging, please uh watching both of those situations is really telling how people don't who don't engage with products black women use are so critical of how the masses of black women respond when things go left i'm glad that you expressed that the company failed at knowing their fan base because uh the common retort to black women's outrage is always y'all just want to tear black people down no black women are highly perceptive when they're being used um because sadly we're accustomed to being mules for everyone even to other black people in some situation in so many situations Mm -hmm. i just wanted to get that extra context in case anyone was listening and thank you both for not being dismissive the outrage was justified ah yeah yeah that's listen real talk real real talk one of the things that i think we still harbor inside of us even well-meaning black folks is this anti-blackness of black people somehow are not sophisticated and we make our decisions so rashly without much thought and we just be tripping and we don't care like while all human beings can lack nuance can be hypocritical all human that's that's true of every race every creed every color the thing that people do like we talk about black voting and then people do these like get off the plantation or y'all niggas love hillary clinton and shit like that and it's like that's not actually true if you talk to actual black voters we are very informed we are very active voters we have to be it's life and death for us it's not no bullshitting right but when you listen to how people talk about black voters many of them being people who claim to be woke being people who claim there's a lack of respect for black voters in this way that is like demeaning of our vote specifically of our intelligence specifically and it's coming from other black people who claim that they have our best interest in mind right they tell us vote third party look at the black people who are telling you to vote third party and how they talk about black voters who don't vote third party come on you know what i'm saying so like it's that type of thing where you might not even realize it um another perfect example i brought this up a long time ago many times all the like south park susan uh you know um um uh what do you call it uh bodega you know patty mm-hmm. or whatever you know that type of thing when they we used to have these things and they go viral they record these white women normally calling the cops on innocent black people who were doing nothing wrong and it would go viral everybody would know it and then you always have black people pop like popping up like i'm sick of these nicknames it's not cute it's like no one thinks we're not saying this shit because it's cute Mm -mm. but let me tell you what it is effective those stories go viral and then those people face consequences and that's what was happening so there was a brilliance to it but if you already have a negative kind of view of black culture of gallows humor of 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 how we use humor to cope if you already walk in with a negative conceived notion of a perception of of blackness then guess what you walk out with the same fucking thing you walk out like do you think it's funny no we're all actually fucking furious come on we pissed now just because we we might be mocking this woman doesn't mean we're still not furious at a system that would allow this to happen that would allow some woman to just call 911 and essentially threaten someone with death via the police because they know that's how fucking dangerous the police are to black life and existence we're not dumb but calling her um 
who a woman who we never know their name when the video happens yeah, no one ever talks about this yeah, shit i don't want to learn you know and they go well use their real name well you know how we found out her real name because we called her south park susan and then a million people saw the fucking video and then somebody said yo i know her and now we know where she worked where she lived and she ain't got no job and she gotta move the fuck out the house like that kind of shit is actually brilliance it's black brilliance but if you hate yourself a little bit if you hate our people a little bit instead you think it's a fucking joke and that's all it was and there's no there's no intelligence behind it so that's the kind of thing where like i said in this situation especially with it being black women who are upset it is easy for a lot of people to be like black bitches be tripping bitches be tripping you know how these women just hate to see a black person they just jealous when it's like or this person fucked up right and it's okay for black women to fuck up like a black woman can fuck up and other black women can say you fucked up it don't mean i don't love you sis it don't mean i'm out to get you sis it don't mean i want what you got sis it don't mean none of that um and uh for me it's very frustrating because a lot of times when shit like this happen particularly within black women within a black women woman's group you always have motherfuckers that you don't buy the product a bunch of men what the fuck are you doing here and y'all just add your fucking tape people when when it's like your presence isn't needed here yeah allow for the i imagine this allow for the idea of someone else's humanity and lead with that first and i'm not saying there's never gonna be a time where you disagree with the majority of the crowd right i'm not saying there's never gonna be like like oh the crowd is always right sometimes it is wrong there's plenty of shit where i'm like you know um like like i said with r kelly you see black women that support r kelly i don't go well we have to just i mean listen there's nuance here i'm like no something's wrong with those women they they've seen everything everybody else saw and they went somehow he good fuck it and and that so i'm not advocating that there's no nuance there's no critical thought but if you allow for the idea that black people can critically think instead of you niggas this and y'all that then all of a sudden you see the world's not as black and white and then in situations like this instead of being like you know look at how these black women took this woman down it's like well maybe they got a point and maybe she's the one that's wrong because why the fuck would just 90 percent of black women suddenly be like fuck this woman on a rant you know on a random day right one of the most fucking educated groups in goddamn america is saying something's wrong we're not stupid we're highly educated on the average got multiple degrees probably going to get another letter on that on, on your degree right now you know and then there's this other element to it that um seeps into the whole industry of beauty cosmetics and makeup and all that stuff that um you know and sometimes i err on the side of caution and people probably get a little frustrated with me listening to the show but it's one of the reasons i'm very careful about what i say about the kardashians and shit like that is because there is a disdain to the idea of women's beauty as if that industry is not a billion dollar industry as if people haven't created entire like economies off of that as if black women a marginalized ostracized community didn't make empires from just being like here are the products that work for us because white people are so racist they won't even make them they won't even goddamn make them and then what do they do when they see niggas making money they want to mimic and imitate it and all of a sudden everybody got a goddamn natural line everybody got an african-american hairline yeah it's an entire cultural war going there and i'm privy to the fact that i'm 
uh not privy i'm i'm understanding of the fact that i don't know everything because it's not my industry it's not my calling it ain't my business quote unquote so i just understand that it's it's a lot of power there and then with the misogyny we have all been indoctrinated into it's very easy for people to be like to laugh you know i still remember when people were like talking shit about uh kim kardashian when not kim uh chloe kardashian when lamar odom was dating her this is a long time ago mm-hmm. and people were saying shit like who is she to be dating lamar odom and it's like well technically who is lamar odom is the real question, question. like come on and people got mad like it was a disrespectful thing to treat a basketball player uh, as if he's not that important and it's like but that's the reality we're living in she's more famous than he this is. woman literally makes more money and is more known than lamar odom right that is just the truth so like to a large sum of her fan base he was some nigga who must have played a sport ball right that they don't give a fuck about and that and the thing is people got offended by that but it's like that's actually okay you know that's that's fine if people like that like we shouldn't have to demean like because then you go they don't even do anything it's like i mean you say that but that's like saying um rihanna doesn't do anything because now she's known for fenty um to some people more than she's known for her music yeah i i wouldn't say she doesn't do anything that's still a fucking billion dollar industry still a million dollar company and brand like we just don't have no respect for what women quote unquote women's work you know and that's and that and that's why i'm kind of careful about some of the things we say about this shit and i try to be open and transparent about you know not knowing all the ins and outs of this because i don't right vertigo stark says uh is a reply to the last comment uh was coming to hear the comment on just this jackie aina i mean jackie aina pronounced aina and other black makeup youtubers really pushed this brand in the company's beginning but once white artists started taking notice the owners disowned their fan base wow now that they are dropping foundations they need the black artists to try to make their uh try their makeup on their youtube channels jackie and others called the owner out on it and now she dropped this bs statement it's much more to the story but i'm already fucked with your chorus um yeah i also saw some tweets from this chi chi woman and this is after we did the episode mm-hmm. and yeah she's still digging the hole like i was like oh 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 no oh you can't apologize and then be on twitter like complaining like you didn't apologize and turning yourself into the victim like that was pretty bad the owner she she is still being crap trash alisa alisa ashley another beauty youtuber said the owner threatened legal action for calling them out on their bullshit blocking influencers and favoring the white ones favoring the white ones uh there would be black influencers using them all the time with no acknowledgement but then the company would gush if a white person mentioned them you hate to see it Ooh, damn janica if that's true that's terrible yeah, and oh that's people, terrible people pay that attention and so they were like you know what fuck it you actually need us because it's sad but niggas is like one day you might not be popping over there and what's gonna happen when you're not popping over there you know what it is man and the same thing in podcasting by the way all the creative avenues there's a lot of white there's a lot of black people that are waiting on white people to save them yes they and by, are and you can tell yeah and by save them i don't i don't i just want to say this um because it sounds like shade but it's, i'm not even saying this in a negative way no it's just another strategy mm-hmm. it's not actually like i'm not there's no 
because when the rent is due there's no fucking pride attached to it there's no honor attached to the rent Mm -hmm. the rent is a solid number that needs to be hit every month so i understand that it's just another strategy i've seen it in podcasting all the time black people make a product and the whole hope is i hope i can get white people to listen to this hope i can get white people to to invest in this maybe they can let me be part of the network maybe they'll give me some advertising money it's like how do i get to the white pipe dream of them pulling me out and that's one and it's been effective for certain people i've seen certain black podcasters and stuff and i'm like cool they got what they wanted the problem for me personally i don't see myself doing that because um i don't want to create something that i don't feel 100 percent serves us like like and not just us as black people i mean us as me and karen right me who just happen to be black people so i don't want to be doing a show where it's like if i talk about this race shit um they might not get that sponsor we want you know if i say you know this celebrity uh saying blank then that 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 might fuck up the the agreement we have with a network mm-hmm. i'm really glad to not have to do that that being said we do have because there's no blueprint we do like promote we do add you know advertise uh we do uh social media and stuff right so people tweet us in our show all the time they're like hey i like your show i was listening to this this is so great and i'm gonna be frank because the way my mind works i don't keep up with people who who listen and who does it for the most part same it's really self-protection it's mm-hmm. not it's not a bad reflection on any listener nope but i need to have some distance so that i don't you know so that if you do decide to stop listening to us and fucking with us i won't be hurt i won't be like wow this person used to listen to us and talk to us every day and now they don't anymore and um i want to ask him like do you not listen anymore are you done do you not like me you know what i'm saying that's that insecurity and so why would i make that a listener's problem you should be able to turn on and off the tv or the radio or the podcast the same way you do anything else right right so for me it's no pressure if you stay you stay you leave you leave right but my bigger point being um there's there's people who say they like our show they listen to it imagine if we were only retweeting mentioning talking about the like white people that are like we listen to blackout tips you know what i'm saying oh i can't believe so-and-so oh they're so great it's the but and then when some black person is like yo i heard the show and we're just like crickets if that's the equivalent of what the makeup thing is i get why people feel like yo i felt like you was trying to abandon us correct and black people we are chronically afraid of being abandoned it's probably our biggest insecurity it's why we go in so hard on like black republicans it's why everybody flipped on kanye so hard um we'll never admit yeah yeah we'll never admit it i know there's people that want to write in right now go it's not that because somehow being hurt somehow being insecure somehow being abandoned is bad now you can't admit that we all have these same feelings come on but that's our biggest insecurity is like somebody saying hey i don't want to be part of your group anymore i don't i'm looking down on you black people i'm looking down on myself and so yeah a makeup brand that people even perceive to be that way then big up in a fucking racist and trying to no big deal it on the back end that's just you not knowing your brand and your support then and you can't blame black people and be like y'all don't support nothing or y'all are just an angry mob like no you kind of slapped everybody in the face yeah and black people invest particularly black women invest 
billions and billions of dollars like as a whole in fucking makeup and hair and all these products that we use so our money counts our money motherfucking counts i just don't want to see people do and i know this is gonna happen matter of fact let me just give y'all some future right now it won't happen you know this week but soon somebody's gonna do it if this brand goes under or stops being successful somebody's gonna wait with enough time passes and then they're gonna say man it's a shame what happened to that brand a black woman owned that and y'all lit da 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 and just remember that it's to me i i call it the chris Edmissel defense come on chris Edmissel did something that was so egregious to her fan base a fan base that is very anti-donald trump the most politically active fan base in america and then people waited a few months later and go see y'all don't cancel nobody but y'all cancel Chrisette michelle and they make it seem like it's because she a black woman it's like listen dog um there's a fucking nuance and a cause and effect in there that is her canceling herself and it's kind of like you shitting on black women to be like y'all wow y'all really stuck y'all really had convictions and believed in you know said what y'all said and did what y'all did like that's kind of i imagine that that's going to happen with this makeup thing i bet you we go a few yeah. if, if they are failing or flopping or doing bad or if they close up shop that people will wait until it's you know people gonna celebrate it first but then people will wait when the coast is clear it'll be you black women made this black woman not successful and it's your fault as black women that watch that's what happens right, every time because at the end of the day it's our fault if it fails it's never our fault if shit succeeds right. now no credit it, right but it's our fault if it's motherfucking fail because right. the thing with crochet michelle she had people her own people was like bitch don't everybody take, don't take your black ass over there everybody like, other so, people bowed out so, the event so it's so it's not like you were not forewarned you know of it you know it's because we love we love us so people gonna be like hey before you fuck up your bag let me tell you i love you i'm looking out for you dog you know that decision don't look right and we will continually forewarn you you can even do the action and we'll be like well girl this is how you fix it let me show you how to clean up shop and and, and get your house in order so you can kind of savage the shit you destroyed but once you literally turn on everybody that's actually trying to give you a helping hand after a while we're like fuck it let the bitch burn like you let the motherfucking burn because the thing with her we were her fan base and people underestimate the power the power that black women have people underestimate how much our motherfucking dollars move this goddamn economy it moves the economy so if we're the ones showing up to your goddamn concerts we're the one buying your tickets we're the one buying we are buying it and you piss us off yes bitch you will suffer yeah and she did uh interviews afterwards everybody forgets about that she it wasn't like she did that inauguration and got canceled she started doing interviews like this is what's wrong with black people and they not supporting me and then <laughs> i mean up until the the inauguration and then afterwards she was on some like he didn't even shake my hand can y'all believe it and everybody was like of course we can believe it we told you not to go down there you caught the caitlin jenner okay you thought you were trying to represent something you weren't and now we all are laughing at you because we're like you fucking like you blew it so easily so yeah it's but like i said i did notice people sliding in months later so we just canceled christmas chris and michelle but when it's kanye west it's like yeah kanye west fan base is not only black women come on if, let me tell you something oh if you go by only black women 
i guarantee his supporters dwindled like it's not like it's, it's just the fact that other people don't give a fuck white people don't give a fuck a lot of black men don't give a fuck like it's just like go to the concerts nobody like you can see in the crowd who's who's out there buying tickets it ain't us Mm-mm. uh sandler agony says i related to your stories of how each of you came into yourselves i didn't take stock in my own self-worth until i moved into my apartment in 2016 which was a terrible year for me work was exhausting and so was dealing with my mom who was very needy of my money which sparked my anxiety and depression she also admitted to being a trump supporter to which i cut her off completely you can't save everybody even the people you love come on yeah that uh, and i'm sorry you know because that's almost like a death but i'm saying i'm sorry for your loss and the strain in that relationship but i'm sure you're better off man as far as uh if somebody's dragging you down and causing anxiety and depression in, in you that way it's sad but sometimes you do have to cut off a toxic person that that's even even if it's a family yeah you have to do what's best for you and sometimes that means losing family and friends and loved ones and that's the hardest thing and the hardest reality of it because society has showed society tells you that family over everything like people have been most the average person is bought up like this but these people are just people you may be related to them by blood or relationships but they're people and they're fucked up just like the world is fucked up so if you would not tolerate with a complete fucking stranger doing this to you why would you tolerate with somebody that's just because they're related to you right you supposed to love me uh 2017 was a year where i made some changes in my life to better myself not just for the people around me but for me i've also i've also taken stock in the impact that i've made with other people i'm working towards being my best self and not the person that we see on the commercials 31 year old black autistic driven smart and motivated this might might have happened later in my life if i was were y'all ages but a shit a ton of events has sparked uh has sparked to love and appreciate myself i've also gotten to the point where i stopped trying to please everyone because we'll run ourselves crazy trying to be exceptional to everyone i don't even miss the person i was three years ago because i was psychologically drained demoralized even i don't even i don't ever want to feel the way that way again and i don't know how i managed to stay sane through it all really my purpose in life is to be a better person than i was yesterday and that's not on some baby please shit like a dudes do but when they like dudes do when they caught cheating on their girlfriends right uh <laughs> i'm working towards it as if people have to get cut off because i don't want to do something do something that i feel like uh that i feel like doing due to being uncomfortable then that's the chance that i'll take right like why do i have to be outside of my comfort zone all the time on my side when you come around how's that okay i need peace in my life to function without peace we're doing nothing but emotion we're nothing but emotionless beings living lives for other people and i can't have that come on i really appreciate that commentary from both of y'all because i absolutely can relate to this at this very moment in time it really tugged my heartstrings and i love that about that segment so thank you guys thank you thank you lm says relatively new listener maybe about 20 episodes so far love the show and how fair and critical you both are when approaching subjects karen mm-hmm i would love to hear you fangirl over some men like rod does over women the actresses that are fine and can't act big butts and wrangler jeans karen we need you to level out the playing field for the lady listeners <laughs> lm <laughs> well karen not level it out <laughs> the thing is because uh, you're fairly new so you haven't really went back and like heard like years shit over a decade worth of episodes 
um i talk about men there are fine ass men you know that uh can't act but i don't give a damn because uh we talking about the rock i don't care what y'all say about the rock anything the rock is in my black ass is showing up because it's the That's goddamn true. rock everything, rock roger would know everything like, except ballers yeah i won't do ballers <laughs> Now I won't do bottles, but it's, I do movies. That's the whole appeal of that that whole show is The Rock wearing tight ass suits. And yes, tight vests. There's no fucking plot to the show. It's just The Rock gonna be dressed to the nines about eight times a season, and that's what everybody's really watching because there ain't nothing else. Mm-mm. Um. Well, here's the thing I was thinking. It came up earlier when talk, the dude wrote in about the chores and splitting housework. It's funny how people see everything as like kind of a power balance. They do you know a competition almost like if you do this then i get to do that but this our relationship nobody gets to do anything we just do what we want to do um and it's whatever we're comfortable sharing on the microphone so if you're comfortable uh you know and if like if you want that from us you know obviously you can request anything but Mm -hmm. you know it's not necessarily like a jukebox you can't just be like play this tune play this song it's organic you only been here 20 episodes so you probably don't know about some of these people you know when cal drogo was on game of thrones and shit like that yes right and even with that like you know i what i would personally suggest if you need some lusting over some men specifically because i'm you know i can only i'm only gonna be lusting after the people i want okay i'm not i'm not performing performative but um i suggest you listen to what's the tea okay listen Come those whores are some <laughs> thirst buckets all right and i, I listen be there with them i am there nick jr reggie be some good instagram followers yes i'll be there for it they are weekly giving you some all the lust you can desire all the thirsting over men come on i know people can never get enough you know but that's you know that's pretty much uh the best place and to be honest it might not sound like it but i keep my lust on the low really out here i'm not even really giving y'all the full like scumbaggery of it all the so same i mean this is like pg me when it this comes is the clean version like i'm this is me this, this is me. the scrub down version like i know strangers are hearing this on the internet my mom and dad listen to this show this is like the nicest version of like that's a fine ass woman right. that i got for you okay yeah, right because we don't talk about me and roger can be riding and be like to the left to the left 12 o'clock nine o'clock yeah i mean look i get it we just not we might not be the the podcast for that but no. you know uh but we you know but but i appreciate you listening and hopefully you know you making more episodes in and, and and still enjoy the show and same um you know i'll try to make sure that karen is uh out here getting a proper amount of thirst in each episode i don't i don't know what to tell uh. you guys <laughs> just know that the listeners want it karen <laughs> and that's what they demanded right idris elba the rock in the on, same idris. movie coming up soon I, i'm gonna be there opening weekend yeah uh harvard said nah look everything on the application he sent in the last four was in the last four years oh he talking talking about that boy that wanted to be at harvard uh two years is definitely in the period under review for entry into college and shed additional light on his character and considering the timing of applications it could have just been one year before submission these folks act like his fourth professional job went back and found his childhood follies instead of a college that admits uh based on childhood behavior deciding that his fat his behavior was unacceptable and he only applied to harvard who does that yes deep palm would say it's a safety school who only applies to a safety school 
uh eve says there's a little more to the cow cash out story than the media missed or that the media missed or decided not to report on which i actually think is worse than his repeated use of the word nigger in the text that got his letter rescinded from harvard he and his friends talk about making a map of the school to kill all the jews what how's that not the big story right well i guess you know what if you say nigger 75 times i guess that is the story but this does seem like it would be a, a annotation right <laughs> seems relevant same vein very relevant mind you this is the same school that got shot up a year or so later i think the media really missed the lead with that one literally planning or joking about school shootings as if that shit was funny fuck him and his apology because it didn't mean a thing he only addressed one part of the text but if he was truly sorry about it he would address all the problematic portions of those texts i can't blame harvard a bit for not taking him back after that faux apology that kid is trash his daddy is trash his mama is trash his president is trash i hope he gets herpes (laughs) (laughs) yeah you almost didn't need to put your name on that comment i would have known it was eve just from the way it ended right uh we did have a poll for this uh episode uh and it was do you use silence as revenge yes or no and this is very rare as well on the show this was almost 50 50 karen 49 percent to 51 percent yeah a, a lot you're talking to people that that is a very common practice of just shutting down like just i'm not gonna say anything they just shut down yeah 51 percent said no but 49 percent said yeah and i and i phrased it as revenge not as a coping mechanism not as just to get back at somebody and i and i'm i'm I'm, i appreciate the honesty because i actually think a lot of people do this yes they do you know unfortunately for a lot of people i'm kind of i'm not it's not that i'm immune to this but like unless you're like living in my house the silent treatment doesn't mean shit to me Mm -mm. like if you're my friend and you try to silent treat me it's like i guess you just decided to opt out of being friends i yeah i respect your autonomy enough to be like you should be able to do that no matter how close we were if you decide at some point i don't want to be your friend no more i'm gonna respect it and it's a few times it's actually caused more problems that i'm like that because i'm always gonna the way my brain works is i'm always like uh, I, i need people to opt in right i always feel like a burden i always feel like i'm the one that's the annoying one i always it goes all the way back to me and my little brother so like you know for me if i don't have that affirmation that you want to be here i'm like okay well you should be able to do whatever you want to do right because i can't read your mind and i'm not gonna force myself on you Mm -hmm. it's okay Mm -hmm. i don't force my like i said i've learned nope i don't if you don't want me to be here i will go elsewhere and every time someone has done like the silent treatment to me it's not a at a thing of at animosity i literally am just like until this person if they decide to come back or whatever then i'm i'm going to leave them alone because that's the right thing to do right i'm not Don't, gonna cry i'm not gonna ask right. because uh you know over the years i've learned a lot of times when you do do that particularly if they're angry all they're gonna do is lash out at you and just it it, it a lot of times it, it for me when i do i be like is everything okay but like this i have to have a special relationship to actually care enough to ask you i'm telling you right now average person fuck it i just going on my goddamn life but for me to ask you are you all right i actually got to care the part that kills me though is the people that use silence as manipulation and power dynamics because what they really want to do is put you in a a lower position than them like i'm now in the power position because you're demanding to know what i have to say and now i'm going to use that to like rain down holy hell on your life that's 
probably the biggest turnoff i have with people that use it as a weapon as a weapon like that's probably my like literally like there's very few things in my life that are unforgivable that's probably one you know because it's like what did you just do like we i thought we had mutual respect for each other communication honesty these are the things even in a friendship that's required so for you to just like play me like that is so like disconcerting um that i i I, it's hard for me to get over and i you know maybe that's a weakness of my own but it's very hard for me to get over the silent treatment um um even when i didn't know you were doing it i remember somebody hit me up talking about well you know i i didn't talk to you for this long because of such and such and i was looking at them like well, this is the last conversation we about to have because that was fucked up i didn't even know you was doing it so you wasted your time because i'm not mad at you over that i'm mad like i'm not mad that we didn't talk the last three months i'm mad that you tried that bullshit you know so it just depends on what side of it you're on uh peaches 749 says i use oh and i don't use the silent treatment i mean karen can tell you i that's not me if, I, if i'm upset with you or something like that i just rather talk to you right i don't have to be disrespectful i don't mm-hmm. gotta yell at you but i'd rather talk to you i don't want to go to bed angry no. i don't want to you know not that's just not my thing right like i i don't want the, the last words to be something mean or hateful or something i regret right. I, and i totally get like taking some time to get your mind together agree totally different than the silent treatment because right. i can look you in your face and say hey if i talk to you about this right now i'm probably gonna say something i regret so please let me have some time and that's to me that's not the same as the silent treatment no it's silent not. treatment is just blank i period mute button i you know i refuse to engage in this and you in in this conversation that i can't do that um anyway we got comments peaches 749 says i use silence more for protection than his revenge although i have gotten joy out of totally cutting a person out of my life specifically a person who meant me harm manipulative people who try to use and abuse me i will absolutely cut them out of my life without remorse or regret i took a long it took a long time to get to this point yes you have to draw and enforce your boundaries life has taught me karen is reading my heart right now yes karen can really suck you so you have to find a balance laugh my ass off haha as i type something karen says it right in my ear laugh my ass off i love you guys talk to you later thanks peaches thank you yeah you know and that that like i said it was interesting reading that article because i said i can see i can see it both ways because i wouldn't use it as revenge but mm-hmm. i absolutely would not engage with you if i want to protect myself agreed you know uh allegra says since i'm a natural problem solver when i'm forced to silence it's because all other attempts for a solution have been exhausted grown is gonna grown so there is only so much i can do to get resolution michelle says yes i'm petty i appreciate the honesty i was hoping with a 50 50 poll we get some people on both sides Amon says in our first year of marriage this is definitely my tactic and 11 years in i still have to fight with myself not to do that with my husband and daughter i have depression and anxiety and through the years i was doing really well not going silent on people this year was difficult and i started doing it again but i shocked myself when i started doing it to my daughter as well that's another thing because people see this as like friendships peers you know relationships you know people are uh, your age you know people but yeah there's so many kids with stories of like parents that have used silence as a weapon on them them. and it fucks uh it fucks those kids up Mm -hmm. you know like Mm -hmm. like your mama's not talking to you your dad's not talking to you that's not right 
yep. you know what i mean like yeah and that's yeah those are the things that i've had to experience and like i say it's it's not uh it's not a good feeling it's not a a great feeling um the thing is they talk they just don't talk to you and that's the problem don't right. th- don't talk to everybody else around me but me you have a problem with me we need to talk and then of course there's the opposite side of this which is as kids you just don't understand your parents have issues too yes they do like you don't have the words for desire uh, anxiety depression and you know mom's dealing with this and that you don't even know so the only thing you know as a kid is the person that's supposed to provide all the love all the care is not talking to me you know that and that's it's scary uh, so talking about it in therapy has helped uh has been a big help i do believe in some circumstances with certain types of people silence can be the best answer oh i totally agree but not with people you actually care about or in relationships you actually want to salvage i guess you just have to ask yourself if your silence is coming from a healthy place or not that's the real question isn't it yeah that's the real question and and some of you big you say relationships that you want to salvage because sometimes you might look and you're like you know if this relationship ain't worth being salvaged yeah some of these niggas going to the bottom of the ocean come on and i don't mean that i didn't mean that in a slave way that it sounded <laughs> i just i just i was meant it in a ship salvage way going with the salvage analogy guys not the intercontinental slave they, trade they, they're going to sink that was not the same okay i'm not trying to get my kill monger on i just want to clarify because i just as soon as it came out of my mouth i was like "Ooh, nope i i know what you meant <laughs> set up my balls uh rockstar says <laughs> and oh <laughs> hey rod and karen great episode as usual i voted no because i don't use silence as revenge but if i cut you off i would not have anything to say to you i have a cousin that disrespects her mother my grandmother her own children and her dog she's been doing the- <laughs> she's been doing the same thing for years just making my life life for my aunt unbearable my aunt is a sweet lady who should be in process of retiring but she can't since she has to help raise four kids that aren't hers i tried to talk to my cousin several times to no avail the last time i tried to talk to her that was the the before baby three and four um she hit me with the heisman pose man i was hot i wrote a 10 page single space letter letting her know how disturbed and disgusted disgusted i was her behavior and reiterated to her she wasn't raised this way the only reason i stopped at 10 was because i got tired of writing i was going to give it to her since she didn't want to talk but my wife girlfriend at the time said no one is going to read 10 pages of being dragged if it were (laughs) right girl you better send that to lipstick alley and and leave it at the (laughs) ain't nobody reading that but other people that hate that woman uh if it were me i would have read it just to see what was so important that 10 pages are needed let me tell you something uh, you would think that right and maybe you would rock so i can't speak for you what? i won't you write me some long ass shit if it's dragging me yo wrap it the fuck up i am busy i do not have a lot of time tell me what the problem is in the first paragraph because i'm not doing that we've had people write up long ass things i'm like dog no i don't even care this much okay you, you should you shouldn't care more than i care about me okay if you got this much fucking time write a novel nigga don't <laughs> God. write a book i hate a long-winded ass negative person no offense to you and i guess it isn't offensive because you didn't send it but yeah your wife was a hundred percent correct yeah, don't. sometimes you can be frustrated but you're like i got to get it out so i i feel you on that one baby. man you better go out to dinner with your wife and fucking tell like rant about that woman all day long but don't Huh. don't even waste your time i'm not even listening to a pot i knew i i knew it was over for me i i think i hit 40 or maybe it was before 40 when someone like talked about like i'm gonna talk about you on my podcast and i straight up was like okay 
and they, they was like but you know i'm gonna say this then i said no 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 no. you don't have to tell me anything you don't have to tell me. i don't care i don't care what you say it just don't matter to me i like no offense like if, if, if people give a fuck this much about me then something wrong with them and if they and if you're lying and they believe it something wrong with them and if you're telling the truth i already know the truth so i'm bored go do your thing player it's fine like and now and i swear to god i never listened to that episode like i he told me that and i said and i and it's not even an animosity thing we're like nigga i won't be listening no i was mm-hmm. like maybe people will listen maybe they won't i don't have the bandwidth to be letting this into my head don't have the bandwidth so and i and i and, and like and i'm a person that actually is a good person there's people that you know obviously people that are like fucked up and negative like you say you're honest you know she ain't gonna care i don't care and i i don't care to go listen to that shit and i do care how people perceive me yeah a motherfucker that's out there dragging her aunt her dog her her her, her mother and grandmother her own children she definitely ain't listening to 10 pages of nothing Mm-mm. you know what you might as well took it and put it in a, your your wife say you the time for what for letting it burn because right. they, they'd have been like the fuck is this like you better off just doing some voodoo honey get you get you a bottle of wine and drink with your wife get you a fucking voodoo doll and some pins and go to town because <laughs> you wasting your time that person ain't coming around Mm-mm. from that point on i figured she wasn't gonna change for the sake of her own family so i dropped her like a bad habit i have no words for her since i don't have anything nice to say to her i can only say so much when it comes to how she treats my aunt little cousin and a doll but she knows when it comes to my grandmother we all had the same claim to her therefore my sister brother father mother and i will get her in her ass it's been three years and i won't look her way she was hot when our family went on the cruise with my grandmother's for my grandmother's 80th birthday and everybody ages 15 to 40 was in the suite my suite playing partying it up each night playing uno bones and spades and she wasn't invited alone even her brother um would leave her when it was time to party she now has four kids doing the same thing i have nothing to say to her unless she changes her ways and stops being a burden on my aunt keep up the great work you guys we will rock star mm-hmm. stay strong yeah so sometimes it got to be like that you go no nigga don't nobody want to deal with that bullshit right people be, man i'm telling you dog i like i said i can see it from both perspectives i everybody should at this point everyone's been ghosted on the internet at this point if you've been there long enough if you've been there long enough and everybody's been ghosted in their personal lives from a person that doesn't call anymore or something and then everybody's done it to somebody so yes you know really depends on the reasoning i think every situation is different but you know i wouldn't necessarily use silence as revenge but not as revenge i definitely will use it as protection if someone wrote in that uh email earlier i mean that comment i will too all right last episode of the week was medium popcorn movie talk um we had a couple comments ev says i always love when you guys bring uh the guys from medium popcorn on i always laugh so hard even though brandon can be a little creepy he's so hilarious a little creepy i think you mean a lot creepy i love that show thanks for putting me on p.s i said what i said about hemsworth he is the least talented of the chris's fight mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. first of all evie i'm not gonna fight you because you seem like the type to carry some type of weapon but uh second of all um you you just as wrong about this as you are about sugar grits i imagine uh no! trey, <laughs> trey swindu 744 says 744 says thanks for giving us another great one all up in your face rod karen and brandon and justin from medium popcorn love all y'all goofy asses lol thanks trey thank you uh and then the poll was has 2019 been a good year for movies to you yes or no 
Mm, yes because they okay. all have been bad 70 percent of the people agree with you yes i also think it's been a good year i just for some reason we respect so much perfection and we're also in the low right now so it's hard for people to see past it but nigga we got captain marvel this year john wick three this year Endgame. for the avengers yeah in game we getting spider-man star wars us uh, yeah us. Got, yeah like yeah i don't know what the fuck people are talking about this bad year shit we just in a three-week lull because everybody throwing their shitty movies out before marvel come right back and bust up them buildings come on brooklyn shubay says i see a lot of movies because i know the theater experience but so i love the theater experience but so far this year has been a really blah year except for avengers john wick rocket man and captain marvel this summer i mean that's four good movies it's june okay i guess she didn't like us uh this summer has turned out pretty full although i originally wanted to see shaft and men in black but i was turned off by reviews now I'm just waiting for spider-man far from home and will smith's gemini man maybe i was just too hyped for endgame so everything pales in comparison that's a great point uh yeah i could i could see that i could see that like endgame was the major tentpole event um and everything after that it ain't endgame come on it ain't in game like it's good even if it's good it ain't in game <laughs> you know what i mean mm-hmm. love captain marvel allegra says including netflix in the mix makes movie watching so good this year thus far us was amazing and i love john wick 3 listen that abducted and playing psych though my husband couldn't finish watching that documentary because he got too pissed off at the stupidity yo it's really like a, a test right the whole time you're like what oh okay right. okay what it's like as it goes on your what it kind of you all you don't go into a panic mode but you're gonna i can't believe this it's almost like you want to call or it's like if you with somebody you can look at them going you watching the same shit i'm watching right because if you by yourself you think you're losing it yeah they should have called it uh what the hell because uh that's that's really what you're gonna say to yourself all the time the whole movie is what the hell uh we also got a couple voicemails throughout the week 704-557-0186 is the voicemail line and just make sure it's two minutes or less because it will cut your ass off and it don't give a fuck about who you are what you're talking about yep uh, hey Rod and Karen, this is um i'm starting from twitter i was calling to give you a little bit more context about the whole juvia's place thing so it's way deeper than that one jeffrey star um incident so apparently if for me, I'm in the makeup, um, all in that, so I know what's going on. So, Juvia's Place has had a horrible track record when it comes to customer service, how they talk to their customers and whatnot, but it goes even farther back with, like, Jackie Ayana and a couple other um, black YouTubers. So, they started off uh, trying to get the black YouTubers, but then uh, white YouTubers started giving them attention and whatnot because they have some really great products. Their eyeshadows are, like, bomb, and they have some new foundations. So... They dropped one of the black YouTubers that was really big at the time and was very um, influential. They dropped her, went to the white um, YouTuber, and they literally dropped a lot of the black YouTubers that they were working with. Mm. And then once they came out with complexion products, Foundations, which is their new push right now, now they're trying to get the other black YouTubers back on board. And so mm. that's what made them start talking even more. Okay, so that makes Star sense. was just, it came out simultaneously while all this was going on online. So um, Jackie Anna's not upset about that one thing. Chi-Chi and her, they've been going back and forth. So it's a whole long-running thing on Twitter. You have to read it. It's long. Best if you choose to. But just wanted to give you some context to tell, tell you what's going on. And so it's a lot of bad blood going on. It's not just that one incident. Mm. Love y'all. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye, baby. And, and, and that makes sense. 
Because basically, you. I am disgusted. I'm sorry, Karen. Go ahead. Oh, I am disgusted too. Since, 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 and you know, the more you know, the better. Uh, we are allowed to evolve and change as we get more information. Because, like I say, we're not in the makeup industry. I can, I don't I don't even know the name of the stores where I bought my Fenty products. So y'all know I don't know a goddamn thing about. <laughs> well, you know, it's not. I don't think uh, we said anything too bad when we talked about it, though, Karen. Mm-hmm. I, th- I mean, we pretty much covered what we had, so it's, you know. Um, but I'm glad people are kind of giving us extra information. Yeah, because I mean, on the outside looking in, to me, it was just like uh, they fucked up. They apologized. People not accepting it. They must have did something. All right, uh, and and obviously just the idea of even retweeting that racist to me that's the part i can't get over i know that there's more to the story all that and i appreciate the context but just the by itself the like if shea moisture did that if fucking fenty did that if anyone does that you have to be like don't you wait a minute do you not know who he is i don't know nothing about makeup and i know that nigga racist come on now yeah, and if I know who he is and I don't know nothing about makeup, you know makeup people know who the hell this he is. This the game you from, okay? What? Um, this your hood. But yeah, I'm thank you for writing in and clarifying. It's exactly what I thought the whole time. Black women just crazy as hell and don't want to see another black woman succeed. Thank we got to the bottom of it, y'all. No, case no, closed. And you meant problem solved. No, huh? You said right then. You meant calling in? No, I meant writing in. Okay. Oh, okay. She used uh the dictation thing from Siri, Karen. A lot of people don't know that. Oh. No, she didn't, Karen. I just made that up. Come on now. What? Siri can do a lot of shit, so I don't know. I thought I was the gullible one. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. I don't know what the hell Siri be able to do nowadays, <laughs> so I don't. You know, hey, I, I don't Karen, keep up. Karen, this is Iman. I uh, hope you guys are having a great weekend. I'm just calling to say um, I finally got to listen to the medium talk with Brandon Keith Brown, Professor Brown. Um, and I just wanted to say that I really, really enjoyed it. I listened to it twice. It just gave me such a good feeling, even though what happened to him was absolutely horrible. But, you know, just y'all's conversation and just how excited he was to talk about it and how someone who, you know, could be empathetic and just, like, have have an understanding of what he was going through and what he went through it was just really a great conversation i really really just loved it and i just loved him he was just so such a great person to interview just um you know there was just like a great flow to the conversation every time you do me and talk you know just shows just showcases how great an interviewer you are but I really enjoyed this one. Um, I love the way he said your name. He's like, Rod. And <laughs> I just loved it. I was like, you sound so fancy. <laughs> but, um, I just wanted to say that um, it just gave me, like, it made me drum up so many memories of my time um, at HBCU, you know, attending, matriculating through, graduating with honors from Alabama State University. And it's just like, you know, there's so many people of so many lots of life that attend HBCUs. And it just just made me remember all of that. Like that I went to class with people who were like him, you know, just really passionate and well spoken and just knowledgeable about their field and, and he reminded me of some of the professors that I had. But I just really loved it. And I just wanted to tell you guys, uh, that so I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend. Love you guys. Bye. Uh, oh, thank bye you, Amon. Thank you. 
and i'm glad you enjoyed it and yeah he was a great guest and uh yeah it was funny he's rod all the time yeah uh all right email see if we can finish this out uh we got a five-star review from belgium that's right i had secret five-star reviews on y'all niggas y'all didn't even know about i didn't nothing but love five stars rod and karen are the best thing i discovered since i recently started listening to podcasts they are funny as hell sharp and they tackle topics in a profound way i've learned a lot while listening i love their honesty and their obvious love and respect they have for each other their listeners and their community living while black in europe belgium the conversations between rod and karen are often influenced my writing and my views on things that happen in the world wow thank you that right i also love their recurring games and their rap intros thank you thank you baby and uh yeah man you know we do try to have love and respect for each other and stuff today mm-hmm. was at the bank and this woman was like uh how long y'all been married and i was like uh you know of course karen didn't know uh, I, I was like uh, yeah i'm not good uh, yeah i'm terrible i was that. like september 2001 so like 18 years almost and she was like wow because I, I i thought y'all was newlyweds so i was like oh that's so nice and then karen didn't understand she just started talking <laughs> about time or something i can't remember what karen said but that woman was like no i was saying it's a compliment she was like okay i was like oh karen just like talking don't just don't ignore, ignore her. me yeah ignore me just continue doing your work because i was asking a bunch of questions so i was like well maybe she asked that because i was asking all these questions and that's why the pen card on my new debit thing don't work <laughs> Tell y'all about that karen just couldn't stop talking she just had to talk to her <laughs> mcchicken rage cadet coordinator says man listen as a black autist fan and curb your enthusiasm fan i lost it when you played the theme music to curb after telling that messy ass story like literally lost control of my truck and had to pull over <laughs> oh no laugh my ass off i'm okay but y'all are dangerous respect i don't i'm sorry i'm not trying to put nobody in danger no oh man if you're a premium person then you might enjoy uh the latest uh pregame episode called uh barry david if <laughs> if you love curb you you'll love that episode if you you're not premium well i'm too i'm sorry uh let's see we did also get an interview a review from india this is very old by the way we just never saw it before great show five stars high rider care new listener of your show but loving it so far this is from define yellow in india that was all the way back in 2011 uh but i just only saw it for the first time obviously uh this um this week uh shun writes in um juvia's makeup from silence is the best revenge episode the this okay shun don't be mad at me okay but i I read this email and i'm sorry what i gotta say but so they attach a youtube video and it says this 11 minute video might help you understand why juvia is seen as a black brand that doesn't value black people as a fan of jackie ina i can tell you that i've always seen her standing up for the quality of us black women uh, uh her father is nigerian so her criticism of juvia's has nothing to do with cultural difference juvia's has always intentionally valued white makeup influences over black influences black influences were first to promote juvia's brand for free but the company would send free packages and new products only to white influencers what it was the reviews from black influencers that made juvia's popular but those influencers had to ask to be treated the same as white influencers only to have juvia's reject their request yeah so what i was gonna say you might not like to hear and i'm sorry about this i'm not watching an 11 minute video yeah nothing personal baby nothing personal totally believe everything you just said mm-hmm. not watching the 11 minute video don't care that much sorry and i respect you 
but and i'm on your side yeah i'm on your side i'm already at fuck juvia's place we don't even have to get in the car and drive never bought a product okay i've been i'm standing with you just learned about it this week right so please understand the Uh, folk is on right uh toy toy right saying hey ron and karen yes the band of cruise ships to cuba is still going on unfortunately my boyfriend and i are going on our first vacation this december and everyone told us that cruises are so great we were so excited when we went uh on the carnival website three months ago and saw that we could visit cuba my boyfriend is a cigar enthusiast and i was gonna try to find a soda <laughs> with trump put up <laughs> i wonder if black people just go to cuba looking for like well sort of live i just want to come out and thank her uh when trump put up the band for tourism travel to cuba i it put all the cruise lines in a panic of course i was hoping that it would be temporary thing we know trump has hissy fits and backs out shortly after i.e that stupid ass muslim band and muslim registry my boyfriend and i decided to i assume this bf is boyfriend maybe it means best friend but i'm gonna say boyfriend i'm sorry if i'm messing up mm-hmm. and i decided to just wait it out and see if he would change his mind oh wait it's definitely boyfriend she said vacation mm-hmm. uh change his mind and he would go, still get to go uh we got an email three days later after saying cuba was canceled and they gave us an, other options we chose a reroute but we'll find a way to get to cuba eventually um i mean you can always go to the dominican republic Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't think you want to go there you can fly but flying costs a little bit more the man girl public I, I heard it's cheap right now it's dirt cheap they pay you to go at this point so mm-hmm. you know if you mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's so cheap it's deadly if you ready to risk it all you know mm-hmm. i heard they got some dangerously low deals going mm-hmm. there so the backstory apparently the u.s government wants to cut the amount of money that cuba is making from its tourism because cuba has been funding some of the government shit storm that is going on in venezuela and not in nicaragua while i know that what cuba is doing is definitely wrong because a lot of people are dying it's definitely a situation of the pot calling kettle black right like the u.s ain't really got <laughs> no no room to stand on Mm-mm. i can't believe you interfering in other people countries what uh <laughs> i can't believe you interfering in other people countries that's it we cutting off tourism and interfering in your country uh ah. <laughs> we got some nerve dog oh my god spider-man spider-man spider-can yeah um so uh yeah uh uh, the u.s to this day is using money to take down foreign governments and put pu- puppet governments in their place and calling it spreading freedom and democracy in the middle east and some parts of africa ain't that some bullshit love toy yep yes yes it is and of course uh you know uh iran is like it's about to go down with them we stay fucking with somebody yeah gas gonna go up uh <laughs> nerd geek ninja our girl aman has the final email says hey rod and karen uh it's a mine again just something that's been nagging me and i was grappling with whether to say anything or not but just like brandy k brown i am passionate about music i'm really passionate is passionate about music i'm really passionate about art um i didn't uh get this degree for nothing even though some days it feels like it smile upside down face vincent <laughs> vincent van gogh didn't paint the scream it was edward munch oh, okay i know it doesn't matter to a lot of people yeah it definitely don't matter to me as a you know as a black uh oh, Lord. <laughs> my thoughts on art are so terrible man i'm not even gonna spread them again i've said it before on this show uh <laughs> i've poisoned the well enough 
uh it's just paintings by dead old white men i know i just know i wouldn't want my artwork to be attributed to some other nigga well he dead now we can take it uh, i always get anxious about correcting people about stuff i hope y'all have a great weekend still really enjoyed the media talk so far my favorite one love y'all mine thank you yeah and you know what man there's nothing wrong with a little gentle correction it's like you yeah, said you stupid mind. motherfuckers right i am small Y'all dumbasses i got the degree in the field <laughs> right you didn't do none of that baby yeah like and, and honestly we don't want to be off point we don't want to be wrong and i'm sure you know keith would probably be like yeah i don't you know i didn't either i didn't know that or i knew that and i just said the wrong name shit happens man it's totally fine and innocuous and uh we should be good to go all right that's it for today uh we should be back tomorrow Tomorrow. um and i haven't confirmed it yet but i'm thinking about taking the first week of july off uh for july 4th and once again just taking you know trying to cut back on some of this stuff so uh we'll see how that works but uh yeah thank you for everybody that listens we appreciate y'all and until uh tomorrow i love you i love you too